0: Welcome to the Checkable Health Podcast, where we're helping everyday moms rethink how their healthcare begins at home, through healthy living, access to information, and technology. On each episode, we interview healthcare providers and experts on topics that affect us as mothers as we raise our children. We'll cover topics across the spectrum of health to bring awareness of important issues, conditions, therapies, and technology. We believe your healthcare begins at home with us moms. The healthier we are, the healthier our loved ones are. Good afternoon, Kendra.
1: Hello. How are you? Thank you for joining the Checkable Health Podcast. It's great to have you. Yes, thanks for having me join. Oh. I'm excited to yes. share your story. Wonderful. So if you wouldn't mind, would you just start out telling us a little bit about your your wonderful family that you have? Yes, certainly. So my name's Kendra. Let me read it to my husband, Mitch, and we have three boys who are seven, five, and 21 months. Busy. Yeah, just a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> That's awesome. And,
2: you know, with growing kids, as we all know, sickness does not stay away. You know, they yes. go to school, they go to daycare. And I know you in particular have a really unique story around strep and would love to know, like, how often did your family get strep and then kind of lead into your most recent strep story that you've had that maybe didn't go as planned like a traditional strep
1: visit would? The history for me personally, um, I think I've had periodic episodes of strep, more so in those college years, and then my husband as well. So we both kind of are what you'd call, I guess, prone to strep infractions. Mm -hmm. Kind of know when it hits that it's strep. But for our children, we had yet to experience Strep or even symptoms of a sore throat for them. Uh, when the time came where it was a concern in my children, I initially tried to just treat their symptoms at home. Uh-huh. Um, I think for most acute illnesses, I feel confident. Yes. Um, you know, just taking care and supporting them at home. Your mom instinct takes over, right? Like, yes, you know, absolutely. Like, you know, kind of what to do and you know kind of want to do as much as you can to avoid bringing them in to urgent care and taking that time or bringing all three kids in when you have one child who's not feeling well just to avoid that that extra stress and Uh time in the clinic that's what I was kind of doing with my oldest is the one who first came down with the strep symptoms so I just kind of Helped care for him at home, and after three days, most of his symptoms had gone away, except he continued to complain of a sore throat, which, you know, I felt for his age, uh, he was almost six years old, that was was kind of a unique symptom for a six-year-old. And I'm like, okay, my mom, intuition is telling me this is probably strep throat. Yeah. And just knowing the basics of complications of strep throat, that we should seek medical care at this time. Yeah. Just kind of cover our bases.
2: And so at that point, was he feverish? Did he kind of go through that kind of traditional like, oh, you know, fever, sore throat, lethargic, those types of things? Did he have any other unique symptoms that presented while you were kind of gaining this instinct of this might be
1: strep throat? Yeah. So initially, so he had like a quick onset of symptoms like day one, Mm -hmm. uh, extreme abdominal pain, the fatigue, Mm -hmm. sore throat initially, a light fever, yeah, all those symptoms were really front loaded on day one. Yeah, and then after about twenty four hours, I guess I have a lot of supportive measures at home that I kind of help you with kind of more natural methods, I guess, to just alleviate and make them more comfortable. Mm-hmm. So after about a day, he he was feeling better, but still, like I didn't send him to school throughout the whole duration. Like I knew right. something was was still off with him. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Then the the sore throat continued throughout the week.
2: Okay. You know, you mentioned it earlier too, like the, you know, oh, I've got to pack up three kids to bring him to urgent care. And, you know, as a parent, you want to try to do as much at home before you actually take that step to going into the doctor. Yes. And so at what point did you say, OK, I'm going to I'm going to take this the next step and I'm going to take him into the doctor. And I'm sure you had to log all three with you. I mean, maybe, yep. you know, all yes. the other two boys. But um, so what was that experience like going to the doctor?
1: So once I decided it was it was time, you know, of course it'd be ideal to not have to take all of my kids with, but that just doesn't always happen. And so when we arrived at the doctor, I explained the onset of symptoms and kind of the pattern he had throughout the week and that he still had a sore throat, even though he was eating and drinking and acting normal, that it was still concerning that the sore throat was still there. Unfortunately we we saw a pediatrician we had never seen before, so she was new for me and for my family. She didn't really know, like, just how I handle acute illnesses with my children in general. So she just kind of looked Jack over briefly yeah, and decided that, oh, he looks pretty good. I highly doubt that he has strep, so I'm not going to do a strep test. I think, you know, in the moment, I was quite overwhelmed. Just, yeah, like, oh, really? Okay, yeah. I disagree. But at the same time, I was taking care of a six and four and right, six month old, I think, at the time. So I'm like, OK. Yeah. Y- you know, you're the doctor. I trust your your opinion. Alrighty, We'll head home and we'll just keep supporting him. And so that's initially how it started. Yeah. And then it just kind of progressed from there. And, you know, you yeah. just
2: it just like I think about being sent home with that instinct in you and that intuition as a mom. Like, OK, like you know, you want to probably scream, can you just test him so I don't have to yep. be back here in two yes. days or a week or whatever? But so after you got
1: home, what were some of the things that started to transpire? He ended up continuing to to get better day by day. But as he got better and then I got sick. Yeah. Um, and then um, the mom is kind of the last one to take care of herself. So I kind of, it wasn't like a really severe case for me. I've experienced strep in the past. Um, So like I was still functioning pretty good, but then my husband got sick and it was pretty obvious for him. Like I have strep throat, you know, he had just so much pain. Mm -hmm. So he went into urgent care. They did a strep test. It was positive. So he went on antibiotics and then I was like, okay, well, then I obviously have it too. Um, At that point, you know, we were like, okay, well, Jack didn't have strep maybe. Uh, But then when my husband had confirmed strep, we were like, well, then I have it. So then I went to the urgent care to get started on antibiotics as well. So then we're third person. Yeah, now down a strep. And then we both get better. And then I think we're on week three now of this starting. And then my middle son starts to come down with the exact same symptoms that Jack had. And then we go, he obviously has strep. But I also knew that Jack had his well check mm-hmm. coming up later in the week. So I was like, well, we'll just kind of support him at home. You know, day one, he was pretty rough. And day two, he was, he was getting better. And I'm like, we'll just support him at home because I didn't want to add like another doctor visit. Right, on right. On top of everything. Um, and he was getting better. So I was like, well, Jack got better too without antibiotics. So fast forward then to... Uh, Jack's well check. And I had, then I brought my middle son with as well. And I just asked our pediatrician if she would look at Max, um, just check him over. And she said, well, he looks good too. I I, doubt he has strep throat. She's like, but his throat is a little rough. So we'll mm-hmm. do the strep test. And and I, at that point I said, because she said, we want to take care of it because we don't want him to have complications if it's untreated strep. Right. So I was like, well, should we check jack out too because i'm pretty positive he's the one who started mm-hmm. this and this at this point it was two and a half weeks after jack presenting symptoms of strep um so she she ended up she's like "Well, we'll just we'll just check max out today right and so i get a phone call a couple hours later just letting me know that max is positive for strep and then at this point we also need to test jack for strep right I'm like okay. So now you're going back to the doctor. Yeah. again Jack. for this. So yeah. this is your
2: what would we call it your fourth or fifth visit to the doctor, yeah, right? F- our fifth, fifth visit. your fifth visit,
1: because yeah. she wouldn't t- test him at that with first Max. with Max. Yeah. Oh my goodness. So then we went. We just ended up going to urgent care on the weekend. Yeah. You know, my mom got. I was like, well, he has, even though he's like healthy at this point, yeah. right? he asked, he was the one who started it. So mm-hmm. I was pretty confident that it was going to be positive and it was. And then we started Jack on antibiotics as well. Wow. Yeah. And so it had made its round. And then our baby, I mean, we never got him a strep test because I was told, because I asked her pediatrician, do I need to be concerned about our youngest having this infection as well? And she's like, well, the complications from strep, are only for ages three and up was she explained it. So even if he was to get strep, they wouldn't put him on antibiotics. Oh wow. But I'm pretty positive that he did also get sick because he just sounded like he was so forced. Yeah. And beautiful and right. You know, all the symptoms for what a baby would right. display. Yeah. He got better too, but
2: wow. Yeah, so that was kind of the that's crazy. I mean, you know, when you think about just the side effects, too, that Jack probably, you know, could have potentially had without getting further treatment, right, or yes. being treated at all. Because, I'm, you know, I'm sure over that time you saw other things presenting themselves. You know, there's so many other things that happen out in the world when you you go untreated for strep and how it can yeah. compress, progress into other areas of your body even. Um, well, so he that did. had to
1: have been scary. Yes, and he did end up having. And- wow some concerns weeks later. Did he? Do you mind telling us about those? Yes, yeah, certainly. So we had a medical emergency take place. My middle son has severe food allergies. Uh-huh. And he ended up having an anaphylactic reaction. This would have been about the very beginning of January, so about three weeks after everyone was treated for strep. And uh, this reaction was unknown. The cause was unknown. We don't believe it was from food. It was from... A- another, he has some other health complications. Yeah, But my son, my oldest, was with next to Max when it happened. And it was a very traumatic experience for all of us, but especially for Jack. Um, Uh He remembers like a past reaction that Max had had. So after this medical emergency happened, we really saw a behavioral shift Uh for Jack. He was having just like hours of tantrums. Like they would go on for hours. Like one parent was with him, just trying to console him, calm him down. Uh-huh. Nothing was helping. And it was starting to take over our entire day. Oh, wow. And this was probably it started happening for a week. And then within those tantrums, he started to have ticks, which that was very new for us. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. That was scary, so too. It was. And, yeah. it, you know, at first it was like, well, is this attention-seeking behavior? You know, we were trying to process it. We were still kind of working through the medical emergency that took place. And after a few days, I'm like, this is this is not normal and there's something more going on. Uh, and I kind of knew enough about the complications that could happen from strep uh-huh. and through some Google searching was sure. like this. This could be related. So I sent a message to our doctor, and, and she was quite concerned at that point as well uh, and said, we need to make sure that his heart is okay. Um, oh, wow. The term is called chorea. Wow. Where it's one of the complications from strut being untreated. So, you know, we had to then go to a cardiologist and oh. have an EKG and echo done, and then we also needed to see a neurologist after that. To add it to the list of oh, additional appointments. appointments and money, you know, yep. all money of and that time tying. off of work. Yeah. I think our neurologist was in grad works, so traveling and. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. So thankfully, you know, everything physically was OK with him. There wasn't any complications would have been, you know, obviously very difficult. Yes. Um, but it, it took him months to kind of heal from that. Yeah. Um whatever, you know. Of Course, we won't really know, right? If it was directly related to strep, uh-huh. but that was a, a major concern if yeah. it was related to that for us, absolutely. And yeah. you think through those
2: like moments of you did everything you could as a parent, you followed your instinct, yes. you know. You're like, I want, I, I believe this is strep, I want to get him treated. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to say you were denied, you know, right. treatment, but the doctor was. Doing their job, but you know, you mm-hmm. partially were like, "But I'm the mom. I know my child.
1: I know, yeah, some things." And you know, like, please just test them. Yeah, you know, I I think you know, it's it's really during that time where where COVID was yeah the hot topic and the big concern. So it's interesting how that can just muddy the waters a uh-huh. little bit and our in our judgment. And so now I know that I yes. need to be a little bit more of a mama bear and. Uh-huh just kind of put my foot down in, in that situation. Uh Um, But I had actually heard about checkable. Yeah. Oh, really? Yes. Prior to this, I, I think I had seen the building, um, and then was like, oh, what's this? And Googled it. And I was like, interesting that, you know, that just with my history of strep, it's like, I'm sure that would be a great tool to have. Right. And then when, you know, my, my son started to be sick with a sore throat, I remember Googling again, like, is this a thing? Can <laughs> can I get my hands on it? Right. And then just throughout that process, I remember just thinking, gosh, th- like that would have just, you know, made such a, di- a difference for us if we uh-huh. could have just handled it at home and yeah, it could have stopped with Jack and. <laughs> right. That was going to be my next question
2: is like, you know, when you think about the idea of an at-home strep test and what, you know, at Checkable we're trying to, to bring to market, you know, that's our goal is to Take situations like yours and and put the power and the freedom back in the hands of the moms and the families who want to get those answers to know before they spend the time packing up two, three kids into a car, driving to the doctor to wait, you know, getting those answers up front. So, you know, when you think about that, the sense I'm getting from you is you would welcome and appreciate a tool like this in your medicine cabinet. Yes, I would have a few on hand. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's amazing. So, yeah. When you think through that scenario, and I'm sure there's, you know, a ton of emotions that go through your mind, is there ever this feeling of like, I could ex- describe that feeling that you had when your doctor was like, we'll wait, we'll, you know, like wait it out. It, I don't think it's strep, you know, whatever. I mean, I guess when you came back
1: to the doctor, is the doctor kind of like, ooh, I'm sorry. I should have tested him. Yeah, I, you know, I did. I remember... When she said, I don't think it's strep, I'm not going to do a test. I, I think I was just really confused and I was not expecting that. Sure, sure. Especially because there can be complications from untreated strep. I didn't really understand why we wouldn't just do the strep test. Um, right. Yeah. And I think I wish I would have had more of a mama bear instinct in that moment to just say, no, we're going to do a strep test. Um, yeah. I'm one paying for it. Right. Yeah. So I wish I could go back in time and be a little bit more of an advocate, but yeah. obviously we can't do that. N- huh. No. And you did everything you could. Yeah. I mean, you you did
2: everything a, probably every mother would do, is, especially having two other kids along with you at the same time where, yes. you know, you're, I don't want to say you're getting rushed out of the clinic, but you're in the appointment yeah. and you're you're wanting answers. And okay, you're like, okay, the doctor's telling me what I need to hear. You know, we'll move on. But I'm, I'm sure if you were to ask your doctor today, they would probably be like, "Yeah, I would have, I should have t- tested Jack and yeah. and to see what, you know, if it was or if it wasn't, just get the no answer to then also know how to further
1: treat him if the symptoms persisted." Yes, after I got the phone call that we did need to test Jack at that point, I I did, you know, I felt that our pediatrician did feel pretty bad about yeah how the situation was playing out and that. It could have been avoided. Yeah. It's one of those things, like, you can't go back. Nope. But how much it means even more, like, as a mom to have tools in our toolbox at home we need to take care of our kids. I mean, yes. I think I'm always trying to think of ways or research or find ways that I can support my children at home so I'm not in those situations where, mm-hmm. you know, there's room for air. Right. Board. Right. yeah. Yeah, you know, triaging our
2: children at home is is something that I think we've learned over time and even in the last few years become even more accustomed to because we kind of were avoiding going to the doctor during those COVID months. But we also want that instinct to come back of that, you know, like trusting what my, my mother's, my gut, at least with my kids, what it's telling me like, yeah, okay, I think this might be strep. These are all the symptoms that they have. You know, like I am going to go into the doctor. But when I think about the future of having a strep test at home, how much easier it would be to say, okay, let's knock this one out. Let's see what happens, what the result is, and then move on to the next phase of going in or, you know, continuing that treatment path at home that, you know, like you said, like you research and you have all the tools to to make your child feel better. Yeah. You know,
1: if a test is negative and making them comfortable. So absolutely. I mean, knowledge is power and Mm-hmm. You know, you second guess yourself as a mother when you have to take that next step of going in to seek care because you don't want the inconvenience of mm-hmm. a spouse needing to come home to help you with your other kids or needing to bring all your children into the urgent care. Ah, you second guess your instincts then. Like, right. oh, we can wait it out another day or they'll be okay. Yeah. When you're working with an infection that yeah. can cause complications. Um, yeah. Yeah. And especially now, now that we have that information about how um, our son did with strep, we know that he could possibly face those same um, complications in the future with another strep infection. Yeah. We actually kind of just recently went through that where we kiddos like were kind of like off and on complaining of a sore throat, but none of them were, were ill. Mm-hmm. You know, they didn't have any real symptoms and it was just, so oh, my throat hurts. Drink some water and kind of see what happened. Right. And yeah, nothing really panned out. But I did see like some random increases of in- irritability for for Jack. A little bit taken right back to last year where are we going here again? Right. But also had me thinking once again how, how wonderful having a strep test at home would be. Mm, yeah. Because, you know, he wasn't actually ill. So I would feel incredibly oh. silly bringing him into the clinic to get that answer. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And you're the perfect example of a
2: family that check like that checkable wants to help and wants to be there for um in scenarios like this, you know, to be there for moms and help them be that chief medical officer again in their household <laughs> because they always are. It never goes away, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But to give you, you know, the tools again to have that freedom to diagnose your child at home and then, you know, with the companion app that we'll even have with telehealth to Talk to a medical expert or, you know, a, a doctor, or nurse practitioner to have them read the results to know, OK, how should we help Jack? And what is what is that treatment plan for him if he does or does not have strep? Mm-hmm. Yes. To make sure you feel good in. OK, I have answers now. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And doing it from the comforts of your home mm-hmm. and not having to lug your three kids, your three beautiful boys yeah, out the door.
1: Yeah. Yeah. that would So be, I'm I'm so excited for when that time will come. we have that extra tool in our toolbox for all
2: yeah well we're excited as well and can't wait and we really appreciate you sharing your story with us today yeah you know it's so powerful and I think such a great example of how moms do the best that they can and put their family first but how we really do need to have our medical providers listen to moms and their instincts yes. because we know our kids and we know our families and and you also brought up the point too about putting yourself on the back burner. And you know, when your throat started to get sore and then Mitch started to get a sore throat. And, you know, that's the other thing is how do we give moms the power back to take care of themselves as well? Yes. And make sure they can stay healthy for their families. Yep. Yeah. So. That's a
1: whole nother side to it. That yeah. Yeah. It, it'd, be, so. it'd be yep, It would be a lot less hassle for mom to take care of herself to yes. be able to yes. do a stroke test at home as well. Well, thank you so much, Kendra. Yes, we really thank you. appreciate it. And thank you for
2: sharing our story. It's glad I'm glad to hear your family's feeling healthy yes, and yeah. everything and
1: thriving right now. So thank you for your time. Yeah, thank you for giving me the opportunity to share our story.
0: I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Checkable Health Podcast. If you want more information, head over to checkablehealth.com for show notes, links, and resources mentioned in today's podcast please hit subscribe on your favorite podcast platform to get all of the Checkable Health at-home healthcare details as soon as they're released. Find us on every social channel at Checkable Health. Cheers to living your healthiest and happiest life.